episode 10. Today we're recapping the third episode of season two. Um, the format is we're going to go pretty much character by character. Um, and let's honestly go ahead and get started. Um, I think we wanted to start it to start with the flashbacks, um, which might be might have been one of my favorite parts of the episode. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If only because it was, you know, it's nice obviously to see Michael's mother, um, Mm -hmm. but they're really sweet. Like them protecting the pods was really, I didn't cry at all. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then of course, original Max. Yes. I mean, I, I, of course I wasn't a fan of the original show, never watched it, but, um, my idea was that he was going to be an alien. Like, I thought, like, my right. personal theory was that it was going to be maybe one of the, the dead, the biological dads. Yeah. And so it was really exciting, actually, to see him be a bad guy. Um, I would like to point out that had he had he been one of their dads, I would have buried, I've, like, dug my own grave. I would have felt so <laughs> old. I mean, he obviously could have, <laughs> but I would just been in like, oh, okay, like that ARP. Mm-hmm. Like I would have felt so old, but yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad that wasn't the case. Um, yeah. And um, what's her face? Who played Michael's mom? I am never gonna remember her name. Um, the actress. She is phenomenal. I, I loved the the look of the white that they were wearing, and it was so. I will. It was very violent and very chaotic, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, that was really good, especially because they didn't have any lines, basically. So that was all, you know, yeah. expressions. It's yeah, all body, it's mm-hmm. all body language. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I just want to know who the guy at the end is. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really excited to see. I'm really excited to see that um, having a, a black guy in the 1940s have have him help oh, yeah. um, refugees. Uh, especially in, in New Mexico. Like, that's not... That's 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 going to be very interesting. Yes, but that is also related to the part that I don't like. And I, I knew I wasn't going to like it when they said they were going for it, which is having all white people tell a story about refugees. Not that in the 1940s, right after World War II, there weren't white people who were refugees in America, but, you know, it's obviously paralleled with what happening, what's happening at the Mexican border right now. Right. Children being taken from the mothers and all of this. And you have, you do have people of color on the show, mm-hmm. but you're telling this story from an all-white perspective. So that is still something like he's tone deaf, like a lot of other stuff on the show. And it's just, I don't know. It just wraps me the wrong way that that's what's, that what's, that's the sort of. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I get that. I, I get that. I guess I'm going to see, it'll be interesting to see how they parallel it, yeah. you know, and see if yeah. it comes off better than you think, you know, if it it's actually successful. Yeah, sure. I think, you know, and I think the there's always a danger anytime we're talking about, obvious since the very beginning where it's been like 
immigrants and then actual aliens um, and the aliens are white. There was always going to be a little like, ooh, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's really going to work. In the, I mean, it, they're both others, but I don't know if it's really going to work in the yeah. same way. So. Um, all right. So the episode started off with Malix, which is always a good, good, good time. I was wondering if we would have to wait and it was like right there, which is nice. Um, I did enjoy, I mean, so many, so many aspects of this conversation. This is probably my favorite Malik's conversation ever. Um, the little, you know, the sort of banter, the teasing, Alex dragging Michael like (laughs) multiple times, which fuck yeah, he deserves it. Like who's the library, a new dive bar, you dick. That was perfect. (laughs) Yeah, no, I loved it. Like I do, I do love that Michael is like, like I can just flip, flip a switch, you know. And um, but also, it's not been overnight. It's clearly been a couple of weeks. Yeah, since no, you've of had course. these conversations. I do. It's, the sup bro is amazing, but come on, it's not overnight. Yeah, but yeah. he's been in love with Alex for ten true, years. True. So like, or lust, as in uh, lust. I didn't understand that word. Well, it was a, I, I, I raged about it the minute he said it. I thought he said love. And then Katie was like, uh, he said lust. And I did not appreciate that. Yeah. Um, if trying to say that Michael, it was only lust and not love is not the story that's been being told since episode one. So I know. Yeah. But Michael is never going to admit like that, that he loves Alex. I mean, he's always going to be like, no, it was just lust. He, he already did. Bang. He already. Not to Alex. Well, no, I'm not talking about to Alex. I'm just saying in general. Of course, he knows that it's not tortured lust, but it was that. So that line, I was like, Damn, I don't like it, but it's still overall great conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did. I did like that Alex is asking um, like that. He learned that maybe Michael doesn't want to know, you know, more information about his mother. So now he's there and he's asking if he can go look for more information. Yeah. If Michael wants to know. And Michael thanking him. Oh, so sweet. That was a really cute. That that thank mm-hmm. you was really was really sweet. I've been working through the hard drives from Caulfield. I told you, you don't need to help me look into it. I know. I want to. And I have a vested interest. When I searched for info about your mom, I hit a sophisticated firewall. So if someone went to that effort to hide information about her, then there's something to hide. I came to ask your permission to keep digging. I mean, if you want me to keep my findings to myself, no. Then I want to know. Thank you. That was a that was a good moment. You guys, they communicated. Yes. I know. Finally, <laughs> I do want more, but um. we'll see. Well, I mean, I think it's just I never know if things are gonna. Is this is this that they do it the one time? Is that the, is that checking the communication box, and then we're gonna not have it for <laughs> you know, multiple episodes? Who knows? I mean, I think. Even just from their their second scene, you know, the one at the end of the episode, I think it's clear that they that this is going to, you know, be consistent going forward right. because, you know, Alex is kind of when he's kind of leaving and Michael comes come, comes back at Alex like, "Where the fuck are you going?" Right. They're not necessarily there yet, a hundred percent, but like they're trying. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that they can. You know, at no point on this show are they ever just going to sit around and talk about nothing because then I because every because it's so short, every yeah. moment has to be filled with like exposition yeah, and, and drama. But this is as close as we we have gotten to them just sort of casually having a beer and and just sort of existing together without these like big dramatic 
declarations. Being bros. Right. Being bros, I guess. Is that how you is that how you bro it up? I don't know. Oh, uh, that line. Jesus Christ. Bro. And you know, bro. And it's it's so good. It's just it's such it's so it's so them. It's so Michael. It makes sense. And I do I don't want it to be overused, but I do want it to come up again. Yeah, I mean it makes perfect sense. Like just the fact that remembering that Michael canonically called my uh, con- call Alex man when they were in bed together. <laughs> this works. This feels right. Bro, but like romantically. <laughs> um, and then I guess um, from here, sticking with the same characters, we can talk about Alex and Jesse a little bit. Um, I don't know. That scene felt pointless to me. Not point. I don't know. Um, I definitely, you could, you feel like you could cut it out um, at this point and it was just sort of like he's just like Isabel was a terrible actress at the funeral Alex is a terrible actor to Jesse talking about it being over yes. sure I mean I don't not only that but also the fact that oh I trust like I believe you now and I'm on your side now like Alex yeah, like, what just walk in and be like no 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 you were totes right yeah the whole time. and then Je- you see Jesse's face like he's completely on drugs you know so oh, yeah. like he's high as hell he's very confused but um but he clearly sees right through him yeah he's not an it i mean jesse may be evil but he's not an idiot yeah mm-hmm. um i will say that i am not super happy with with the what they've been doing with alex the first three episodes not that i haven't liked some of his scenes yeah um i think that he has become a plot device for Michael. He sort of exists yeah. to do things for Michael at this point. Um, and he's in this terrible situation that he doesn't really want to be in. You know, he's putting himself, you know, closer to Jesse and, and saying all the things that Jesse wants to hear. And he's doing all these things for Michael. And yet, no one has even talked to him about the Maria stuff still. And now we know that it's been, it's been at least a couple of weeks. Well... And knowing what we know without getting into spoilers about the next episode, though, maybe that's the point where Alex's storyline for the season kind of kickstarts and he and he moves away from from just being about Michael. Maybe. I mean, he meets he he meets Forrest because he's looking for stuff about Nora. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Hopefully it can sort of if Alex is going to have a love interest, I want it to be outside of Michael. I don't you yeah. know, I don't it doesn't need to be tied. Alex doesn't need to be tied in every way to Michael. Because Michael's not tied in every way to Alex. And that's not fair to Alex as a character. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I want to say is I did I did love the little part where they were talking about Nora. And, and Alex remembering the prison. And sort of yeah. giving Michael some comfort that his mom has protected him now multiple times. Yeah. And just reminding him, you know, of that. That was really sweet. You knew she fought for you. And even that day in the prison, I could tell how much she loved you. Yeah, I love that it's Alex that is, that is with Michael in, in on this journey or, right. or, or on this research or whatever because he was the one who was there from the beginning with his mom. So that's that's really sweet. Right. Um, now if we're going to talk about two female characters being gay. Yes. We're going to talk about Jen and Liz. <laughs> yes. This is where the gay vibes really come out. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, first, before we do that, 
I'm going to take five seconds to say that whoever gave me Jenna and Michael standing very close to one another, having an intense conversation, thank you. Thank you. And I'll give you everything I own. Just name it. That's all. I just wanted to see it. I got it. We're good. I am a humble little bisexual. <laughs> oh, that was all I wanted was the plaid and the hat <laughs> and the whole thing. Well, and I think it it also boils down to the fact that I think that Riley just has chemistry with anybody. Oh, yeah. And then you also, Vlamis has chemistry with anybody and you put them together and I'm surprised that my TV didn't explode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a very good moment for me. It was a, it was a, it was a pivotal moment in my life. <laughs> but then Jen and Liz. Yes. Um, not only just the chemistry that they have with one another, but I really liked the conversation that they had. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. or, you know, that whole line about, you know, we're different kinds of smart. Uh, this could have been a moment where Liz's scientific knowledge and her intelligence could have been used as a, oh, she's the smart one, Jen is the dumb blonde. Yeah. And then they, you know, let her say that, you know, it's not that. It's just that they're different kinds of smart, which is very true. Yeah, and... Um, what I love about their scenes, um, and even the few scenes that they had in season one, um, is that like they clearly both have, both have feelings for, for Max, but they are not playing it as an antagonistic relationship. You know, he's like she right, does right, say right. she does that- say I'm you know I'm bonding with my dead boyfriend ex-lover but right but it was like in a funnier kind of way yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly so that's that's what i love like they're not using they're not they're not using their feelings for max as as something to make them clash but as something to make them bond which is which is really nice um and also both of them bet mouthing max what's funny nothing he just uh oh he was such a baby when he would miss a shot you know just Every excuse in the world. You feel that uh, breeze pickup? You ever get those floaters in your eye? Oh, God. My personal favorite. Got these briefs on. Mom got me for Christmas. Don't feel right. <laughs> oh, that macho streak, man. Yeah. Manifest is bullheadedness and fallible sense of judgment. Periodically slipping into John Wayne voice when he's peacocking. <laughs> oh, my God. And he thinks his Spanish is perfect. I ran into him at the market once and he said to the clerk, Tienes carne sin preservativos? He has for meat without a condom. He was trying to impress you. Yeah. I get that. I do. I just, I wish he'd have known he didn't have to do that. I mean, these two absolutely beautiful, phenomenal women, if at any point they would have, like, fought over Max, I would have been like, this is not reality. (laughs) These, like, perfect women, I am not, I would not believe that they would fight over Max. Um, But the fun little trash talking was absolutely brilliant, um, because Mm -hmm. what a great way to, better way to bond with someone than shit-talking a man. Yeah. So... Um, and uh, yeah, and I noticed in, you know, in, in your notes, Mick, you were talking about letting her, Liz be sort of angry about what Max did. Yeah. And I absolutely, because she can't really be angry. She can't really let that anger out towards, with Rosa. Absolutely. Cause it's going to feel like, you know, she wishes it didn't happen, you yeah. know, but she does get to be angry. It's okay. It was very, it's very traumatic. It's very, you know, it's a big deal. And this is a lot of stress. Yeah. And I have to say in this, this episode in general, um, you know, they had a lot of their their women 
get to be angry. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with Liz, with with Isabel a little bit, with Maria. Um, and I do have to say that to me, I know that we've talked about um, the show being female-led but not female-driven before. Right. And this felt to me like the first episode where these truly female-driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Max was there, but it was a figment of Isabel's imagine- imagination, you know. And you could see that filter, him filter through her exactly, memories. Exactly. Like, he, he was a different Max. Yeah. Michael and mm-hmm. Alex were there, but you know, very little uh, compared right. to other episodes. Um, Kyle wasn't there, you know, so yeah, it was all about the women, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, this whole season has felt a little bit more, um, the focus obviously being more on women, you know, with Rosa being back and, and now Jenna being back. Um, I think it, it, in that way, this is in some, a, a lot of times better than season one in, yeah. with, when it comes to the female characters. Also, why is Jenna Beck, by the way? I Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to... I don't know. Oh, I read... No, I did... Well, I, I know what they say about next week because I read the synopsis or whatever. Um, so, I mean, it, it's about her sister. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Which is what I assumed it had to do something with. But I guess we're going to... Spoiler alert. There's going to be like a Jenna and Jesse mm-hmm. scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anything else on Jenna and Liz? Just that they should have boned. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. But um, there was someone on Tumblr that pointed out um, Liz being worried about possibly being mentally ill like Rosa and her mom, but not being worried about alcoholism or addiction, which she does drink a lot. Right, right, right. And I wonder if it's just one of those where you know, a lot of times female characters, that's how they bond, right? It's over wine and and sort of getting... So I, I wonder if it's something that would ever come up or if it just, they didn't really think about the fact that, you know, alcoholism can in many ways run alongside mental illness mm-hmm. and is, can be hereditary. So I don't know yeah. if it was just, if that's going to come up again or if it was just a, Oh, it's just drinking. It's fine. Kind of thing. Yeah. Cause there is a, it is interesting to see the difference in that one episode of Rosa getting drunk and how sad it was. But then that's how Jenna and Liz did their bonding. Um, yeah. Now let's talk about Maria. Let's. I. My favorite. I, yeah, she did. Gr- I loved her this episode. Um, you know, as a Malik shipper, the my Luca scene is is sweet and soft, and I, I'm, I'm sure my Luca shippers were very happy. I would have been. So that was absolutely beautiful. That was a very you know, very cute glimpse into the kind of Michael that we don't really ever get to see. That mm-hmm. sort of soft, sweet, pretty much little open, talking about his past, yeah. um, cooking, you know, doing all those things that we don't, you know, we don't get to see that side of Michael Guerin. So that was very nice to see. Yeah. And I feel like um, for both of them, in a way, their their relationship right now is kind of, I mean, for that scene, um, it's kind of this like happy little parenthesis, you know, so they're both kind of relaxed and and feel like right like even that quip about I, i've never he- heard you say so many words in just one sitting you know it's true right I mean, he hasn't really shared with her and it was nice to, to see him right actually say something of relevance you know about himself to maria because she doesn't know 
stuff about him. So that was nice. No. Um, and I, I guess that's the only, that's the only, my only twinge about that is, you know, they're, they're just, they're very happy for that moment or the last couple of weeks and sort of adjusting to this. Is there no guilt there? Is there yeah. no, yeah. is there no, no guilt for Maria? Is there no, I mean, I could talk for an hour about the lack of Alex and Maria that there's been since basically episode three, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, um, but even, you know, at the last, since like episode nine, ten, um, they're not best friends for sure. Yeah, I mean, for me, it all goes back to what happened in the finale and how the finale was paced. Um, because she talks with Liz about, you know, still being guilty uh, over feelings for Michael and all of that. And then the next morning she's making out with Michael. And then there's nothing about her guilt in season And there hasn't been guilt all. since then. And there's been no talk of it and no glimpse, no moment. Even And I think, Mick, I think was it you that said even if there'd been a line like, I can't, maybe it was Katie, I don't remember. Um, but just a line of, you know, I'm, I'm putting off talking to Alex, I'm dreading it. Or, you know, some sort of throwaway line. Yeah, that would, yeah. That would, I think, address. Yeah the giant elephant in the room where if you're going to make two people best friends but yet never interact on screen what was the purpose you know what I mean like then why ever make them best friends why make this an issue between two ships yeah because it's not clearly not a relationship that they are at thus far that invested in now I do think they have that road trip coming up thing episode or whatever so yeah but it's like an episode seven eight or whatever like if i have to wait that long for a conversation with between alex and maria like what's the point yeah i mean what was the point of ever introducing them as friends then they could have just kept them apart and just never had that storyline but whatever it's fine um you know i maria finding out the way that she found out about the aliens i obviously would have preferred she find out from like michael or liz but I did kind of like the way that it worked out. I, you know, it was a little abrupt, but it did kind of, you know, it worked out really well that she found it from a drunk Rosa. Yeah. I mean, I loved that scene in like, it's weird because I don't like that they're having Rosa relapse, but that's, and I don't like that Maria found out that way, but um, I mean, in all the ways that she could have possibly found out, that wasn't the worst. But I didn't really love it. But that scene was actually kind of funny. Like, Rosa being like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to lie about this. Like, I'm just telling you the truth. I don't yeah. really, you know. I mean, at, you know, it's true, though. Because, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, not that I'm glad Rosa relapsed. But I, I, think, it's, I would think it was smart to do it narratively. And I'm yeah, glad that sure. they did it. Um, and I, that is the attitude you would have if you were drunk. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just like. I can't build a, I can't build a lie here. I got nothing. I'm barely hanging on. Rose is barely hanging on. And so I kind of love that it was a little bit comedic yeah. from Rose's point of view. Maria did not find it comedic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Maria's like, you know, worried she's losing her mind, which I, you know, I would. Oh boy. And then Michael walking in. <laughs> oh boy. And he's walking in to tell her so something. Do we think that he was walking in to tell her about aliens? Yes. Because okay. Jenna just told him, don't lie to the people that you love or whatever. You know, don't lie about lie to the people that you care about. And then he came in and he said, I've got something to tell you. Now, we don't know how much detail or what he was going to say or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, we also don't we also don't really know exactly what Ro- how much Rosa told her. Right. When he saw Rosa, and then uh, my heart like, jeez, I was like, you're in it, you're in for it now, boy. Yeah. Um, Maria's reaction was just so perfect, and so I, good. I've seen some people be angry about her being, um, I guess, physical with Michael. Um, I mean, he he reaches for her, so like that makes sense. I, like to me, as a you know, as a as a woman, in you know, being angry makes sense, right? When I'm angry and someone's like, yeah, especially a man like yeah. reaching for me, I would, Absolutely. that's not, he he crowded her. Now, I don't think Michael did that in a violence. No, I don't think either of them are in the wrong here necessarily. I mean, I think he, his first instinct was to crowd her, make her listen. Yeah. And then her instinct was get the fuck away from me. Yeah, they and were I, just yeah clashing instincts. Right, I see in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say the line of how much do you know? Now, I know what he's asking, kind of, um, but that line sounds so much like what you would say if you were trying to cover up a lie or cover up something, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Or like figure, figure out kind of how, what you can leave out or, you know, but it was, oof, yeah. that was good. I mean, I don't really like that they kind of stopped it, stopped the, sh- the sh- cut the scene there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was very like, Because... I don't know, maybe he did tell her more after that because, you know, when she, like, this, a scene later talks to Liz, she kinds, she kind of feels like she has more control over the situation, knows more stuff. Um, obviously, probably Michael knows the situation better than, than a drunk Rosa would. Um, so probably did tell her more, but I, I do wish we'd seen that. I'm assuming... Right. I'm assuming it was just like, these people are aliens. Max brought me back. You know, I'm sure it was very much like a very broad overview of what was going on. But enough for Maria to know that there's things connecting in her mind. And like, you know, I, I, the conversation she had with Liz was so good because, I mean, Liz can say all of the things that she, and and I get why, Mm -hmm. but it was her idea to not tell Maria So now you have to deal with that fallout and you have to deal with what happens when she finds out you wanted to control how she found out. And Maria's not going to like that. I mean, she she shouldn't, you know, because and she shouldn't. I would be very much upset. So I am excited to see how much she knows and and whether or not I hope she doesn't forgive them in about five minutes. Like, yeah, which I have a feeling she will because we're skipping a lot of, you know, we're going two weeks by two weeks. Yeah, but. because you would need to. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure it will be resolved very quickly, but I am glad that she got that moment of, of being upset. Yeah. We thought you were safer if you didn't know. Everyone who knew nearly died because of Noah. I never feel safe in this town. I keep a taser behind the bar, a knife under my pillow. You understand what it's like to be scared and you left me vulnerable. Oh, I, I kept the secret so that you wouldn't be more vulnerable. I love you. I need you to understand. I Last week I went to Rosa's grave to clean it. I sat and I talked to her spirit like I have every month for 10 years. I grieved her while she was watching Netflix two miles away. I just need some time. And I, I love that she mentioned the gala. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Because I know that we we were uh, we were afraid that that wasn't going to be brought up, you know, ever. Right. 
um, she didn't actually like. I uh, I had a feeling she was upset about something else, right? You know, not really being possessed by by the alien, but like you know what she says about my 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 friends made a fool of me or, right. or whatever she said. I'm like, that's what you were worried about, like right. Not being roofied by and possessed by an alien, right? Okay. Like that's but, right, um, right. But okay, it makes sense in that moment because she's you know she's um, expressing to Liz or all of these feelings about her, all, all her friends basically lying to her because everybody else, everybody else knows. Um, I I do want to see if we see an Alex and Maria scene. Is she going to be angry at, at Alex as well? Because Alex knows. I don't know if she knows that Alex. Oh, knows, like, I don't know that she could be angry with Alex. I don't know. We'll I see. I mean, about that. No, I know. So I'm saying, like, I wonder if it's gonna if it's gonna be one of those, like, oh, we're even. Like, <laughs> like it's fine. Yeah, you know? was, yeah. You lied to me about that, and I lied to you I'm about, about that. This. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're square. Well, we're right on track to spend most of the rest of the time talking about Isabel. Hmm. Um, I do like the uh, the Queen Ricky on Tumblr, the the post of Rosalind, New Mexico. Stay trying to fit twenty pounds of story in a five pound bag because <laughs> I mean it's true. It's very true, and that summarizes the entirety of this Isabel storyline. That yeah, we hmm. I get the purpose. Someone, you hit me over the head, look with a with a mallet. I get the purpose of having this storyline. Um, I feel like we say that a lot, though. That like, yes, a yes. lot of, about a lot of plot on this show. We're like, I get it, but but yeah, right. And I, you know, I guess so. First, acting wise, is um, Lily did a great job she in this episode. Phenomenal. This yeah. is f- mm-hmm. phenomenal. I definitely felt her emotions. It was absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. content. I, I, you know, using the trauma, the traumatized assault victim mm-hmm. for a political purpose mm-hmm. to re-traumatize her all over again mm-hmm. was a was a was a choice. Yeah. Um, that's that's part number one. I think. Yeah. Um, that you know, she's already been through so much. How much more of a woman's body are we going to sort of exploit in this traumatic way? And then number two is you want to highlight what's happening in America in abortion clinics. Totally valid. Abortion clinics yeah. are closing every day. There's some states that don't have any. Like, try getting an abortion in Mississippi. I don't think you can. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But also, Isabel doesn't have that problem in the same way. She yeah. has resources. She had Kyle. She had Liz. Clearly, alien biology works enough for her and Noah that it's probably similar enough. It would have been fine that even if there were no clinics there, she had the money and the ability to drive somewhere, to go somewhere. She had people in town. So that's my main issue. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I totally agree. Well, it's it's like Mick said earlier, you know, with the with the flashbacks, it's using the white characters to tell these stories that that uh, that I mean she has access to stuff that well and it's not even her it's not even because lots of poor white people don't have access either but she also yeah. has money mm-hmm. so it's it, not only is she white but she's she's upper middle class I mean clearly mm-hmm. um, especially even if if it's not her own money her mother clearly has money so 
don't tell me the story of poor American women through the eyes of a woman who has more money than than a, a, a good majority of them. Home abortions have killed women in this country for hundreds of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that time, it's because it was either illegal or completely unaccessible. Mm-hmm. But then here you have this character who has all of that. And, and and still, this is the, this was her choice. Yeah, I I did like the line about you know Roswell not having uh, women shelter, right. um, not having you know Very the fair. law about clinics and all of that. Yes, I but I do think that they could have made that point and had that line without having Isabel go through right. that. Right, they could have had that line and made that point and still had her have a safe abortion under exactly. Kyle or Liz's supervision. Exactly. So, and, and also, you know, A, I hope that that means Isabel opens up some sort of shelter. That's that that's eventually a, a goal for that. Isabel. Yeah, I don't too. know why. That won't leave my brain. I hope that that's true. I, the, f- hmm. <laughs> Just the, not that it was romanticized. Obviously, it was sad. Obviously, it was all this. But to show a home abortion where she was miraculously saved in the end and and was going to be fine is not how the majority of those work. Especially in such a violent way. Yeah, I think what um, was most, like, the main thing for me was um, the fact that at the end, like, she didn't call Kyle or Liz at the end but they had this you know the alien connection Max you know goes to Rosa and and that's how Liz finds out like if they'd had Isabel realize that she made a mistake and call either Liz or Kyle I probably would have liked it more Mm -hmm. probably right Mm -hmm. totally a moment you know and not that I think it I liked the Isabel and Liz scene, you know, for what that was, for sure. But yes. and, and not that I think Kyle needed yes. to be there in any way, but a, a conversation between a patient and a doctor in that moment, I think, could have been really effective mm-hmm. in terms of talking about what could have happened to her. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, if you're going to be that blunt about what you're talking about, and you're clearly talking about no access to abortion clinics and home abortions, if you're going to be that blunt about it, then be blunt about it. Then let's make this a you know a PSA after school announcement of, of things and and I think that yeah I think there was some failure to to really address the actual issue so I, I do I do we there was nothing solved in the end she was still saved she was still safe that's not how it really happens when you you know yeah and I mean also solved very very quickly like right. I know this is about having just 13 episodes I was talking to to Amanda about this before like especially well, it's not, yeah. especially want to want when you want to have these kind of storylines that that they take time like you can't just fit all of this stuff you know refugees and and you know mm-hmm addiction and home abortions in one single 45 minutes episode Mm -hmm. right like like it's been well not even two complete episodes right of a pregnancy like i assume that it's going to have consequences that we're going to see for the rest of the season but it was still resolved in a matter of like two episodes at the end of the day i i you can't focus you know here's the 
the problem is that when you can't focus on one thing enough to go and give it the depth that it deserves, then don't talk about extremely important social issues. Yeah. You don't have to talk about them all. Yeah. You don't have to have a grab bag of everything wrong in this country. Like, I swear to God, next they're going to talk about health care. Like, you, you don't have to do it because what... You haven't solved anything. We haven't... Mm-hmm. Because it, it things are more about... Like, after the Isabel storyline, after the episode was over, all the social media posts about, you know, the, the that I knew were coming. Like, oh, now that you've seen the episode, now we can talk about abortion in, in you know, in America. And we can sort of talk about all of these issues. Mm-hmm. So that's what it felt like. It felt like showing it on screen so that we could put it all over social media. And it's like, we haven't, you haven't really delved deep into it at all. Like, you've literally shown something that is so so risky and you haven't shown any fallout from it and you didn't show the actual probable outcome of giving yourself a home fucking abortion in a violent way and then you want me to give you props because on social media you said hey there's a problem with abortion in america it would have it would have made all the difference to to have the storyline and have her not i hate to say the right way but the safe way and have her yeah Go to Kyle, go to Liz, whatever, and show that. And then after the episode's over, let's talk about the problem with abortion in America and be like, look, Isabel was able to access a safe abortion on her own terms, but not everybody else can. Let's talk about that. Or, yeah, and I think that was their goal with the episode, right? Let's show what happens when you don't have access, right? Obviously. But like... That's just, it's, I, I don't, I, it's, it, you're never going to be able to show that effectively because effectively that is death or, or, you know, I, I just, exactly. <laughs> like, just don't, I, I, it does feel like ticking boxes and it feels like, a, it literally feels like a grab bag. Like, okay, next it's going to be, you know, this thing or it's going to be this major issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on. Um, if we want to talk about Isabel and Liz, we can do that for a moment. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. Because that was a very soft, sweet, you know, um, callback to their previous conversation. And I, I'm very glad that was included. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. Um, finally, some support for Isabel. Right. Finally. If I, finally, a woman supporting Isabel. And finally, Isabel letting a, another woman in, you know, um, because... We've seen her with Maria in the last episode where they, they kind of still had the banter about it by the end. She was kind of, you know, right. letting Maria help her, you know, deal with it. Um, and with Liz, that was just so sweet. And her, I love that moment when she's she's saying sorry and Liz is like, don't like stop apologizing. I'm sorry that you had to get involved. No, I'd have been here. I... I know you're angry, and I get it. I got my sister back, and you lost your brother. I think about that every day. No, I do. Oh my God, it's not your fault. I, I didn't want to be mad at Max, and so I tried to blame you, but it didn't work. I can't believe that you saved my life after I was such a see you next. Stop! Please stop apologizing. Um, that was that was such a sweet moment, and Liz is so good. Like I, I, I genuinely think that she, she just wants to help, you know. Um, right. And and finally, we see Isabel letting letting her help. 
I think my favorite moment, I think my favorite moment in the whole episode was when Isabel put Liz's arm around her. Yeah, that was very sweet. You're letting some of that, that, that I, you know, that sort of ice cold bitch that she's let out towards other women, you know, let that fall because um, it's about time. Um, lastly, the only thing we didn't really touch upon was just the Liz and Rosa scene. And it's very similar to the Liz and Isabel scene in terms of give that sort of caring, giving, you know, Liz giving comfort, Rosa finally breaking down, which I think needed to happen. I am yeah. weirdly glad she had the relapse. Um, I think that that's key to not throwing alcoholism and addiction under, you know, and ignoring it by just, by just being physically yeah. cured. Um, and I, I, think that, I like that she's feeling guilty over it, you know, like that oh, she, yeah. she's breaking down because like she feels so, so guilty that, she, you know, right. she calls it her miracle. And, and you know, obviously mm-hmm. she has to deal with Liz um, trying to bring Max back and right. having to deal with that. And, of course, Liz doesn't really feel like she can talk about it with Rosa. And, you know, all of this pressure on Rosa being like, I have to, you know, I don't have to throw this away, which is what she said in, in the first episode. Um, so I, I love that this is all, you know, connecting, um, for Rosa. And I love that Liz was just there to support her. Like she, she didn't, she didn't yell at her. She, she was, she didn't get angry, you know, she was just supporting her. Just, and just sort of give, because I think, you know, it's easy to forget that Rosa is a teenager. She is essentially a child. Yeah. Um, and, and all of this is overwhelming. She doesn't, she hasn't, doesn't have her dad to turn to if she wanted. She doesn't have a mom to turn to if she, you know, I mean, she does have Arturo hopefully after next week, but, um, you know, she is a kid and I think that's, it's, it's easy to forget that because Liz is technically, you know, has always been the younger sister. Um, and I felt, I felt to me, I don't know, that that hug and, and the way Liz pulls her in felt very maternal. I don't know. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe because that's that's what my mom does with me. Um that's exactly the move, you know. Oh no, um, that was very much like a mother and child. But yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah. All right, well I think we've covered everything from episode three. Um we will be back next week with episode four, and I think next week's gonna be a lot. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right, we'll see you then. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys.